Blog Talk Radio. Yo. Yo, yo. What's up? All right. What's up? What's up? What's going on, Alan? Yes.
Well, what do you guys think about, like, those calls? I was very confused with the Draymond Green. Yes, yeah, go ahead. And then, and then he didn't get suspended, and then he didn't get ejected. But that was because Steve Kerr. It was was the wasn't the tech called on Steve Kerr, or what was the reason for that? I was under the impression that the first tech was called on uh, on Draymond actually, and then the second one was definitely called on Draymond. But then when they went back to the score sheet. They looked at it and said, "Oh wait, that first one was actually meant for Steve Kerr, but it was marked for Draymond." That's why I was like so like. Yeah, I was confused because it was like it was like Draymond Green two technical fouls, but then I was like, "Why is he still in the game?" Exactly. Yes. Yes. I think. I mean, they just delayed it a little bit, man. I mean, Clay had a whatever game. Curry had a pretty cool game. Overall, so you know, I just hope it doesn't come down to money. You know, like if there's executives, you at, know, are saying, you know, well, we got to same time, yeah. You know, we got to extend the series. You know, go ahead. Yeah, no, like about money, because if you look at the way they played, they were taking some terrible shots. Like, granted, they. They are the Warriors. They're a three-point shooting team, and they shoot random threes. But Clay Thompson, Kurt, like they were taking a lot, especially Clay Thompson. Like they were forcing some out of rhythm shots that kind of seemed like, all right, they're either trying to just like shoot their way into the game, and if they make it, they make it, and if they miss, they miss. But part of me seemed like they were like. A little, a little lazy with their basketball play. Like either they didn't care about winning it that night, or they were wanting to win in Oakland, and and that's definitely not going. They're definitely not going to play that way in Oakland. I, it to me, it seemed like they took this game off, and they were just kind of just shooting their. They're like, if we win by shooting these ridiculous shots, then we win. Because Pat, you know, when you're playing pickup and you're tired, right after playing. Oh, five God. games. Of, if after playing five games of pickup basketball, you're oh, like, hey, I'm gonna try to just shoot a three to win this game, I'm, or I'm just gonna win by threes with a lack of effort and, yeah, and kind true. of make it. But Absolutely, yeah. And that's kind of how I felt. Like it seemed like they were kind of just taking chances. They're like, if they go in, they go in. If not, whatever. We'll live to see another day, and we'll close it out on our home court on on Monday. Yeah, taking a, you know taking the Great for the legs for next game. That very possible, very possible. Yeah. And when we play one on one, I usually get tired after like the first game, number one. Although yeah, you know, I'm too busy breaking them ankles. You know, I'm too busy sweating all over you, dude. <laughs> no. Hey, but by the way, I have a, I have a lot to say about Kevin Durant and his decision to move to the Warriors, but. I only I, I the Warriors have to win for me to say it, for me to announce this. But after tomorrow night, I have an announcement for for Kevin Durant and my oh. approval or disapproval of his move to the Warriors, and me either approving of his legacy in this championship, and me, or me disagreeing with it and and me calling it not legitimate based on comparing him to the other legends out there. 
Well, now you're going to so you're, ba- you're basing this on, on this finals? I'm basing it. Okay. Me, in my decision with Kevin Durant going to the Warriors, I think, I think that it was mostly a business decision. That's what I think with Kevin Durant. But he looked at it like, okay, I can make money. And I can go to the Warriors and win the four, three or four titles. So, and I also thought, I think he looked at LeBron James and noticed how the rest of the world, four or five years later after he went to the Heat, and nobody's 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 calling his championships um, kind of tainted. Nobody's looking at LeBron saying, "Oh, he's got three rings," but. Oh, two of them were with Dwayne Wade and and Chris Bosh. Nobody's looking at that. So I think Kevin Durant kind of took that same route and was like, you know what? I'm going to go do the same thing. 20 years from now, they're not going to remember how I got these rings. They're not going to remember me leaving the Warriors or me leaving the Thunder to go to the Warriors. If you think about it, look at history and look at Wilt Chamberlain and his move from the Sixers to the Lakers. Right. The Sixers were a pretty dominant team, dude. And they and he still left there to go to the Lakers. But nobody cares about that. They're just like, Will Chamberlain went to the Lakers because of the Lakers. You know what I mean? Like, years from now, nobody's going to think about that. But That's the problem what, yeah. is, we're in the present, and I... If, if, you, if you knew me when I first... Bro, when that news first broke, I was mad. Like, Ammons, uh, me and Mikel were like, I I was not a fan. Like, I still think that this is nothing. This is not even close to what LeBron does. Nobody, this right here is unprecedented. Like, this has never happened. But 20 years from now, if, if Kevin Durant gets three or four rings, we're still going to be looking at him as a top 15 player potentially top 10 if he gets four rings and ends up top five in all scoring in all time scoring. I mean, shit, if he gets, if he ends up top five all time scoring when his career is said and done and has four rings, then he's going to end up being a top 10 player. And, and it'll be, it'll be pretty much unanimous as him being a top 10 player. Two things. Do you think that he, that KD then has a chance to surpass LeBron in stats and then, then as an overall player, number one, number two, do you think that LeBron's exit to Miami was a more ethical, not moral, a more ethical way to leave a team than KD's approach? So, um, for one, I'll answer the first question because it's a quick no for me. Uh, Kevin Durant could not ever – Surpass LeBron. Oh, um, okay, okay. Unless, uh, for <laughs> it takes a lot for Kevin Durant to pass LeBron. For the reason being, head-to-head matchups alone, right? Like, let's just quit. Let's just. Obviously, LeBron has always been. He's always son Durant. Like in their matchups in the last eight to nine, ten years of them matching up with one another. LeBron has always been Kevin Durant's kryptonite. Now, 
Now it's time to look at rings. LeBron has rings. Kevin Durant had to join this 72. I'm sorry, that matters. Like, to join this team, for for Kevin Durant to join this team and beat LeBron, that can't. That's not enough for me to surpass LeBron. Now, if Kevin Durant somehow loses Clay Thompson, right, in free agency, and and takes like a Steph Curry who's kind of on his last leg, because that is something that we do need to consider. Dwayne Wade, yeah, LeBron teamed up with Dwayne Wade, but when Dwayne Wade was on his team outside of the couple years, he really wasn't the Dane, Dwayne Wade flash that we knew of. Like, he, he, he really wasn't. Oh five to 08, yeah. He was not that same player, like especially against the Spurs when they lost in five. I like I am no LeBron fan whatsoever, no shame or form. But I do give him the benefit of the doubt. If he literally was on his own that playoff series, Chris Bosh was nowhere to be found. Dwayne Wade, his knees like he had nobody, he had no help, and he was going up against a Spurs team. That was in sync, moving the ball, playing defense. Had a had a young Kawhi Leonard who was Ding you up. He had to play. He had to do a lot more, and and he beat that same um, OKC team. So for me, I don't ever see Kevin Durant passing LeBron in, in terms of legacy. Um, but he can certainly pass him in rings. Because I predicted that LeBron will probably finish with three rings before he won his first ring. I always said LeBron would probably get three rings, and and that'll be it. And now he's got three rings. I don't see him getting another one unless somehow someone on the Warriors get hurt gets hurt. Um, but I mean, I, unless the Spurs if the Spurs get Chris Paul, then that's another obstacle. Um, that team is yeah, good. That happens. Yeah, I, I think Kevin Durant has an opportunity to pass him in, in overall championships, um, but not in legacy. Okay, and what about uh, the second question? Uh, I don't even remember the second question. Uh, do, you think, <laughs> do you think that uh, LeBron's exit from Cleveland to Miami the first time, or the only time he went to Miami, um, was a more ethical? Oh, yeah. Yeah, more ethical approach than what KD did. Yeah, okay. The reason why KD's approach wasn't ethical to me was because, okay, in terms of ethics, for me as a person, I believe in, like, kind of, you know, letting the other person know, like, look, look, ref, this is how I feel. I'm going to go to this team. But he's not obligated to do that. He has no obligation to give a two-week notice or when he's about to leave. He's a free agent. He can do whatever he wants. True. But if Russell Westbrook's supposed to be your dog, you're sticking up from an interview, you're sitting here calling Mark Cuban an idiot. Yep. You're sitting here backing him up. You should be there to kind of be like, yo, Russ, I'm going to leave. This is why. But to do all that, to ignore Russ, to kind of dismiss everyone, and then to go to that Warriors team that you had a, a heated battle with, and it's not like you literally could have competed for a title this year. 
Literally, yep. it's between Warriors, Cleveland, and the Thunder to win it all next this year. But he decided okay, to join them. Okay, and then with LeBron, LeBron, I mean, what? I mean, what better story is it to go home, to go home to Cleveland, right? He wrote a fucking letter in Sports Illustrated. Like, nothing is more ethical, ethically, you know, pleasing than that. Like, so, I I, in terms of that, I would say that's more ethical. I think so, too. You know, I think LeBron basically told everyone that he was going to Miami, and it wasn't a secret. And, you know, you're right. These guys and their free agents can do whatever they choose. Look at DeAndre Jordan. They can do whatever they want, and they're allowed to. But in terms of camaraderie, I think it was, yeah, I think it was sad that Russell West wasn't given at least a heads up or, you know, whatever. And it's none of my business. I don't know, you know, what's going on. There's other stuff going on behind the scenes or whatever. But I, I think that LeBron definitely took that in consideration, you know, for his family, the city, and, you know, his team ultimately. Mm-hmm. All right. Of course, my pro- so what, what oh, are we but, doing with tomorrow? Like, are, are the Warriors going to win tomorrow or are this going seven games? Oh, Warriors win tomorrow. It's it's a wrap to me. Uh, my prediction, tomorrow, I think the Warriors are going to win by about 10 to 15 points. Uh, keep in mind, keep in mind the Warriors have now won in, their home, in front of their home court. Um, so that's going to be huge. You're, you're going, you went from Cleveland, like, okay, let's close out. If you're the Warriors, you do not want to lose this game. Because if you lose this game, you're going back to Cleveland, 3-2, with a potential game seven. If you lose that Cleveland, if you lose in Cleveland, then you got a game seven back in Oracle, which can be scary. So I think they're locked in. I think Curry's dialed in. I think you're definitely not going to see 14 points, four for 13 shooting from Curry. You're you're going to see Kevin Durant who's locked in. By the way, he's been on the last night. He scored 35 points. I mean, he didn't have that many rebounds last game, blah, blah, blah. But I think the whole team is going to be tapped in, and they're going to be ready to close this shit out in their home court. And I got the Warriors winning. 119 to 103. So they're going to win by about 16 points. All right. You know what? I'm going to stick with my gun, and I think Cleveland upsets the Warriors at home tomorrow. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up? Yep. Why, though? Why? Why? Because I, I, because I am that, <laughs> I, that guy right now. Number one, number two. I think that you know, in terms of the NBA might getting involved. I think in terms of LeBron, you know, like you said, you don't want to, you never want to face LeBron who's on a roll. And if all of a sudden, you know, this is the Cleveland, the Cleveland team from last game becomes the same Cleveland team, if not better, at Oracle, uh, 
I give them a shot. I give them a shot at one upset game, uh, but then they go back to Cleveland and the Warriors handle business uh, at Cleveland. <laughs> I had to. I had to throw uh, it out there. Right? If the Warriors lose tomorrow, then they lose the series. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, no. If the Warriors lose tomorrow, they're fucked. No, like, they're, they're really going to lose the series if they lose tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking the Warriors, man. They they got to knock this one out. They they got to they gotta get it, man. They got to get it done tomorrow. <laughs> if they don't, then, man, <laughs> LeBron going to go four for four, and then everybody in the world is going to hail him as the GOAT. So, I don't know. If they win tomorrow, <laughs> I don't care, man. I'm, I'm going to call it a conspiracy. Like, I don't care. Like, it has right. to be some type of setup, man, if they end up winning tomorrow. Because, like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> the probability is not there. I agree. I, you say by more or less than 20 points. Man, I, I'm with Stanley. They, they should win by, like, at least 15. That's a lot of points. I, I mean, they they've done it before. It's not like but the Warriors like can win by a lot of points. <laughs> the Warriors can put up ten points in ten seconds. Like they, they, you know what? Because we'll we'll see, we'll see. You're you're J.R. Smith is not going to play like this at at, at uh, Golden State. Like I don't, I just don't see him. Dude, what yeah, he did the last Smith game. Yo, you going in and out? Yo, 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 yeah, you going in and out? Yeah, that's better. Yeah, I don't know how many points J.R. Smith had, but like, nah, like he's not about to be going off like that in Golden State. He had 15 points. He went five for ten, and then he went five from nine for three. So he's not hitting five three pointers tomorrow. But no. That's not happening. If it's going to be in garbage time. If the Cavs win, I think that there's no – I think if the Cavs win, there's no chance the Warriors end up losing the finals. Wait, wait, wait. If you say if the Cavs win, you think there's no chance that the Warriors lose the finals? Yes. I meant yes. I, I said that because if Cleveland pulls, well, I mean, if they win, that there's no chance that they lose the finals either. So what do you mean? That's true. That's true. I'm saying in this scenario, because if they win, they win the chip. That's true. I think if the Cavs, if the Cavs do win, that the Warriors will come back and put on a scoring performance like we've never, never seen before in Cleveland. And I think they just come out and, and cream them. But if they do win tomorrow, I mean. They're probably going to, but if it's a it, the big if, but we'll see. We will. The war- we'll see. I'm telling you right now, the referees are not going to let the Warriors win if they go back to Cleveland, dude. Like the refs alone will find a way to make sure, dude. Curry never gets the in foul trouble. Like, he got, like, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. The the refs. By the way, Ammons, was that article legit? Like. 
I looked I looked for those quotes from Adam Silver and I could not find them on the internet. So I was a little confused. I was like, What? Be honestly, I, I gotta I gotta check that out. I, I it's probably not true, like whatever quotes he, he has said, but like my whole thing is that I do believe that like set in place, like to make money. Because they were saying, like, if the Warriors, if the Warriors had swept the Cavaliers, they would have lost out on twenty-two million. Yes, I actually somebody else told me that too. Yeah, I did read that article about the twenty-two million. Yeah, I, I, look, I, I'm not saying that they wanted the Warriors to lose. I'm pretty sure they wanted their own team to like get the sweep. But at the same time, it's like. Money does matter. Like, no matter how much these people are billionaires, I, like I just know, like, there's stuff set in place, dude. It, because if you look at these contract stipulations, just like for the the super max, like you have to be on the NBA all team or wherever in order to get a super max. So like people like Paul George and I forgot the other person that didn't get on there, but some of these guys who are all stars, they can't even get a super max. <laughs> because of a stupid stipulation. That's that's stupid. Damn. Aldridge is good too. Yeah, I, I don't know if you knew that part, Pat. But like, yeah, like it's in the stipulation. Like, I, I, I for anybody's like contract, like if if you if you don't get on the NBA, uh, wherever, uh, first, second, third team, like you cannot get the super max. So like the way like Russell Westbrook, he can get the two hundred whatever million if that's what he chooses. But like Paul George can't do that. At most, I think he could get like a hundred and fifty something like that. No, I didn't know that. What did Mike? Because I know Mike Connolly had a huge contract too. Was he on one of those first, second, or third teams? Uh, honestly, I would have to check. But it's not like he got the two hundred million though. He got like. Uh, one eighty, one eighty or something. Yeah, but it wasn't like the two hundred bracket. That's so much money. Yeah. So yeah, just Iconic. like Stanley was saying. What's up? Oh no! What were you saying? I was saying Mike Conley got like a hundred and sixty or something. I think. Oh no! Yeah, I was gonna right. say just. I was going to say, just like Stanley had said uh, before, like, now we're going to really see what these players care about, like, more than ever. Because it's like a lot of these dudes who are getting drafted, they're going to be on these teams that are whack. And, but if they're, like, good, they're going to get offered the $200 million. So it's like, do you really care about winning or do you care about the money? That's a good point. I think we were talking about Carmelo Anthony – I don't know if it was, it was us three or if I was talking to someone else. But it's it, that's the exact example with Melo, right? Melo could have chosen any team during that free agency period, and he decided to stay in, in New York and make a lot, a lot of money. He could probably have a ring if he really wanted to, but you know he doesn't. He's probably the you know one of the superstars in New York City, and you know good for him. But I you know I completely agree. Yeah, like that is the thing though because. We do got to look at these athletes like, I mean, they are humans, just like all of us. We are, we are trying to make our money and capitalize on our dollars. 
and and we look at them like, oh my God, you could have instead of you could have made twenty million and and won a ring, but instead you decided to make thirty million and play on a shitty team. Like ten million dollars, I mean that's a big difference, and and yeah. especially we got to factor in their living. You know, like where they want to live. Do you want to live in Oklahoma City or do you want to live in California? Right. So, but it does suck though because as sports fans, we do want to see a good product on the floor. We do want to see good teams. But that is a lot of things. That is a bit that a lot of people don't really understand. Is like, yeah, they're just like us trying to make money. And I think more fans are starting to realize that now. So Kevin Durant's decision is a little bit of a bigger deal. Like when I look at these sports shows, a lot of like Max Kellerman, he 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 makes a big point of saying these front office GMs make trades all the time, but now the players are taking it upon themselves to create their teams. But realistically, what's the difference if if a GM makes a trade for like if 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 a uh, Bob Myers and Jerry West and Steve Kerr and all of them get together and they say, oh, let's make a trade for Kevin Durant and lose so-and-so and so-and-so. It's not a big deal, but if Kevin Durant, the free agent, decides to do it himself and make a team, then all hell breaks loose and and everybody's ridiculing Kevin Durant. But, I mean, the reality is still the same. I mean, obviously, we still got to look at Kevin Durant and say, look, you're not really that true competitor. Because for me personally, Pat, you know, we're in that adult basketball league together. How mm-hmm. many good players do I want on the team? Like, I definitely – like, I, like, I like having good players that will compliment, but obviously I don't want any player to kind of, like, take over. Like how? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, Love I mean, you want – but yeah, we and he had to learn it into our system. Yeah, like you still want to beat the bet. Like I'm not sitting here jo- trying to join Levi's team or or the team the team that just won the the league championship beat that team. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I think I and I think Kevin Durant saw that saw the Warriors losing last year as kind of a, an opportunity to be like, well, I didn't beat the champions. When realistically they were the best team last year, like come on guys, like let's stop pretending they that they shouldn't have beat the, the the Cavs. Like they should have beaten the Cavs soundly. The fact that they lost to them was a mistake. I mean, Draymond Green got suspended. Whatever, whatever. They did have two chances to win, but if that series was out of eleven, there's no way in hell I'm betting against the Warriors. I I can agree with that. I yeah, I can see that. But yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, man. Yeah, we can I'm, see. Uh, I hope the Warriors close out tomorrow, honestly, because I'm ready for football season and it's Raider Nation. But Raider Nation, baby. Dude, Jets and Raiders week one. Oh, that's a blow! I'm not, I'm not watching that game. Hey man, you know, hey, you, know changed, you, know, you know that times have changed when I've become when when the football the NFL has become afraid of the Raiders, dude. I'm telling me, Jets are gonna get yeah. stomped, bro. That is funny. We do got you week one. 
Like, Ooh. yeah, like in Oakland, too. Oh, man, that's going to be like, we're going to win, like, I'm going to give you a score. I'm going to give you a score. It's going to be like 38 to 14. Yeah, I'll, I swear. Jesus I was about Christ. To say 38-11. I was going to say like 38-11. Yeah, uh, yeah, 38 to, you know, 13 maybe. But damn. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you guys a, I'll give you guys like a actually yeah, 38-10 because I'll give you a fucking a field goal and a touchdown. Maybe another field goal so 13, maybe another. Yeah, I think we might squeeze out our, our touchdown will come in garbage time like with 2 minutes left in the fourth. And then when we talk about the Bears, Woo. Matt Barkley, hey. Matt, he's on the 49ers now. Mitch is their future. Um, I didn't know that. Well, I think yeah, Mitch will and... be. Yeah, Emmett, let's talk about your Bears, bro. Give me your, give me your outlook. You're a Bears fan? Uh, yeah, I used to be before they picked Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> You're backing out, man. I'm a free agent, man. I I can't take all this, man. There's too much stress, man. I can't be taking all this. I don't know how y'all be but doing, what if man. Mitch, but what if Mitch is good? Oh, I hope he. I hope he is good. I hope he's good for his career. I hope he proves everybody wrong. I hope he becomes the Porzingis. Of the NFL, like he he like makes everybody. But look then will you still root for? Like, but then will you still root for the Bears though? I can't I can't do that. It's going to be bad. <laughs> my guy Logan. Oh no, man, man. Bears hat white coming back. The Bears the Bears going to suck this year. So well, oh well. You know, it's not about. But when they become, but when, but when they become good, you'll be straight with them. Like you'll be okay. You, this my thing. It's not about team being necessarily bad. It's about them being just stupid. Like it's like, dude, if you're gonna draft him, you have the third pick. There's no reason why you should have gave all your picks up to go get him. If 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 the Forty Niners were really gonna take him. Just so bid. Go take Deshaun Watson and go get a bunch of other pieces to build around. Like your offseason overall has been idiotic. You you let go of your best player, Alshon Jeffrey, then you sign the Napoleon Dynamite for more money than he deserves. I, I don't care that he's on like this one year deal basis supposedly or whatever. I don't care. Like you still gave him all this money and you know you don't even want him to really start. Like Mitch Trubisky is probably gonna end up getting this job. And if he doesn't get the job at the beginning, he'll get it by the end. Because Mike Glenn is bad. Like he's a bad quarterback. Like there's no doubt about it, he's a bad quarterback. It's like, dude, you really let go of Alshon Jeffrey. You really didn't want to quote unquote overpay, which wouldn't have been that much. Like, you really let him go. So, it's just like they're, they're off-season moves. Like, they didn't get any, like, grade A free agents on defense neither, like, for their secondary. Like, their moves are just really stupid. That's that's what bothers me the most. It's just like with these NFL teams, like, a lot of us fans have more common sense than a lot of these guys in the front office. And I just don't get it. And I don't think it's the scouts' fault. Like, I, I think – 
these guys who run these uh who's in the charge of uh these front offices like they just make egotistical decisions or whatever the case may be and then it just looks stupid like i just don't agree with that at all like i just i really don't like you could have just took him with the third pick and kept on drafting other pieces cuz Brian Pace has done good with his draft the last couple of years Jordan Howard is a star he he's the new running back he's a star uh, if Cameron Meredith continues what he did last year, then he's a star. If Kevin White can finally stay healthy, he will become a star. So it's not like he's making the worst pick ever. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, like, the O-line, with the exception of the injuries, like, they would have been even better last year had uh, – I forgot the dude's name. But he came from Oregon. But, like, him – and then uh, Kyle Long got injured. But those two, if they healthy, their own line would be even better. So, yeah, it's just, it just very frustrating. <laughs> like, the Bears are just ran. Like, the, the person who owns the Bears is, like, 90-something years old. She's, like, a 93-year-old lady or something like that. It's just like, it's like, man. Well, they, they yeah. need a whole new revamp of the whole front office. They need to do what the Lakers just did. Realistically. I'm just tired of the nonsense, man. I, I, it's just blatant stupidity. That's my, that's my new phrase. Blatant stupidity. I, I can't, I can't take that when it comes to sports. Like, I just cannot take it. It's just like, dude, I don't like the NFL draft was so weird. We'll talk about it another time, because like we've been way past like our minutes. But <laughs> like the, the NFL draft was just weird. Like the, uh, the Titans could have had Mike Williams. And you chose some dude that people barely heard about, like outside of the football world. Like, how do you do that? Like, you have a good quarterback in Mariota. You're actually going somewhere. Like, you're going to be the favorites this year to win your own uh, division. And you took some random dude instead of getting Mike Williams. So that's why I don't get it. Like, I don't, like, some of these drafts, I just don't get it. Like, I really don't. 